Hi, everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and for many years I did live radio. Then I transitioned to the podcast world where I feel I found my home. I love talking about spiritual formation, justice issues, and spiritual practices. Throw in the Enneagram, movies, and current events from time to time, and that's what you get on the podcast. I'm glad you've come along for the ride. Welcome to Faith Conversations. Welcome to Faith Conversations, everyone. Glad you've joined me today. My good friend and former co-host in back in our radio days, Melinda Schmidt, is with me today. Melinda, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Anita. Good to chat. Well, always good to have you here. Um, I've been trying to be better um, this this year, we're in 2023, but who knows when you're listening to this podcast, um, to remind people that if this is something that benefits you, that uh, you can support the podcast and you can do it in very simple ways uh, through PayPal. The email address is producer at anitalustria.com. Hey, same email if you want to ask a question or say something or comment on the content of uh, any podcast or one of the spiritual practices. Always love to hear from you. Um, you can Venmo or do it any other way or just mail a check. All that info is at anitalustria.com as well. You can find that. Uh, but today we're, I'm excited. Melinda, I think you are too, because we're going to talk about a topic that is, um, I think, close to both of our hearts. It's one that hmm. comes back and back yes. and back into our conversation yeah. just as we text together. And that's uh, creativity. Yeah. And actually has been in and out of our lives, I think, yeah. over the period of time that we've been friends and coworkers. And I yeah. know it was part of our midday connection team as well with, with uh, Lori Neff, um, this idea of creativity. And uh, I remember in the Chicago area, there was that store chain called Archivers. Yes. You remember that? Oh, and we yes. used to go to the one on Butterfield Road in Downers Grove. We'd go yep. to classes. Uh, Loved it. At Christmas, I put up three ornaments that I had made. I think you did too, those clear glass ones. We put oh, a photo right. inside. You know, I got rid of them this Where year. Where are for yours the first in need? Time. I just <laughs> oh. got rid of because I was trying to downsize a little more, yeah. but I have had yeah. them all these years, yeah. many years. And we learned how to make uh, envelopes yes. and stationery, and yes. we got into stamps, and we'd go over there and try things. And uh, it was a great break. And you know, then life goes on and you get busy and archivers sadly closed. Yes. And, um, you know, I think we've been in that spot of, uh, creativity, as I said, and out and in again recently. So, yes. uh, recently I heard a podcast. Um, the host is Amy Lada. And you may know her from amyladacreations.com, yeah. but she has a podcast um, called Crafting and Coffee with Amy Lada. And I think I was just searching for creativity podcast, came across Amy, and she did a whole podcast on how creativity is so important for our physical and mental well-being. Oh, I and I went, it. ding, ding, ding. Yes. It's important for our hearts, our minds, our whole body. And I thought, oh, I've been wanting to talk about this with Anita because as we'll talk about later, you've had a surge in your creativity, <laughs> particularly after a big life event 
in 2021. And, and I think as we get into the podcast today, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Well, and I'm even thinking too, Melinda, you and I were uh, in a, a creative job. We had to always be yeah. thinking up new ideas, not just for daily uh, program topics, but we always wanted to change things up. How can we keep things interesting for the listeners? And, you know, before you knew it, we were doing something called Friday Four, where we had four different topics. Mm -hmm. And then we did something called the Milrose Club, which was mm -hmm. conversational, um, where we had, uh, we raised topics. It wasn't um, like in-depth topics with guests, but with um, just our team talking on the air and maybe playing music and and maybe we would actually do a music program, have a music guest, but we were always trying to think creatively. We'd have a subject or a topic or a mission for the year. I can't even think what we called it, but remember yeah, it was HIV. Mission emphasis. Yeah. AIDS one year and one year it was yeah, human trafficking. And so we were often thinking creatively just in that job. Anita, I didn't even write that down in my notes. And that is so huge. And a big part of what I missed when they canceled our program. Yes, yes. <laughs> because it really was an outgrowth of my soul and spirit. And I know for our whole team, yes, exactly as you say, that part of our creative life shifted. You began a podcast, so you just did it a little bit differently. But yes, we took midday listeners to Door County, Wisconsin for uh, a retreat. And we went to the Art Institute and had an art day together. That's right. You went we, hiking I, with a group to, what was it, Devil's Lake? Yep. Yeah, also in it, Wisconsin. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And also we took two times women to, and their daughters to Guatemala. Oh, that's right. And yeah. So bursting with creativity and Anita, I can't believe it. I didn't even write that down because that really was a loss for me. Yeah, absolutely. Back in 2015 absolutely. that we, we didn't do that anymore and creative spiritually as well. We introduced new spiritual practices and kind of the ideas that were out there that were fresh and new. I'm not sure that management always appreciated that at Moody Bible Institute, but you know, we had we had an outlet for it. We did it. Women appreciated it yes. and grew from it. And it was a wonderful community yes. together. Well, and I'm thinking too, even as we're talking about this in the context of work or a job. I think about how employers would benefit so much if they would open up some kind of a creative avenue mm -hmm. for their employees. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you are a pencil pusher, number cruncher, there are ways to become more creative there. Mm -hmm. You know, if you allow some sort of a uh, little brainstorming session. And, you know, when you get people's creative juices flowing, mm -hmm. good things happen. It does something really, like you said at the beginning, Melinda, physically in us. Um, Amy Lotta talked about how creativity is good for our mind, our body, every part of us. Yeah, and yeah. I think employers would be well served to think about that with their employees. What a good idea, even to have a craft contest, you know, I don't know, maybe millennials are listening and rolling their eyes, but hey, better than maybe doing the work at hand, you know, it is a break, some 
you know, light competition, maybe. Of course, who's in an office together that much anymore? Oh my but goodness. Be done yeah. On Zoom as well. What whatever. I think I think your point is well taken. Do we have breaks in our life, even our work life for creativity? Mm-hmm. And uh, how might that help us be more creative and problem solving? Um, you know, we usually don't, I, I don't say usually, but often or usually we're not looking for creativity mm. in the everyday. To your point, you're bringing it up in the workplace, but Amy talked in this podcast about her dad being a bricklayer and how his work was actually creative work. And mm-hmm. by the way, this is her February 10, 2022 podcast. And I think Anita will have that in the um, show notes. Yes. But she, um, she talks about, about this and, and, you know, just think of other examples that confirm creativity in some form every day. The other day, I, for the first time I made something called a boule, I think B-O-U-L-E. Mm-hmm. It's a round bread you make in a Dutch oven that you preheat to 460 degrees, (laughs) you know, that was creative. And I made some homemade soup decluttering is another creative endeavor. Rearranging furniture. Like you, you do that a lot. I don't do it very much, but, but I get inspired whenever you tell me about it and maybe I will re, um, do some of the decluttering in my, uh, office and art space, and um, change up the 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 uh, oh, what do you call it? Not the the bins and things. You know, shift out things in the mm-hmm. bins, or mm-hmm. or just get rid of some things. Whatever it is, whenever you do some re changing around your furniture, I just think, oh yeah, I need to be doing that. I love. Oh, that. it does so much for for Dave and me, and and is creative. I mean, if you're always walking the same traffic pattern, isn't that what mice do in laboratories? Uh, (laughs) But you know, for some people, they're okay with how things are. So it's whatever means something to you. But uh, I think also of daydreaming, spending Mm. time musing and just, you know, we hear a lot about mindfulness today, turning off any noise in the car and just looking around. I want to go back to the bricklayer for a second, because when you said that, interestingly enough, I got an email yesterday. I am on the labyrinth committee at my church. Mm -hmm. There is a little bit of acreage that they are developing and decided they wanted to have a labyrinth. Well, I was ecstatic. And we just heard back from whoever is above us in the process that they finally um, heard back from this company who has paver bricks. And I, my thought was, boy, I bet they will enjoy doing this labyrinth project because it's very different from anything else that they will do. It's, it'll be a creative change for them. Yes. Yes. And how fun when we have those. Right. Right. Very creative and spiritual. And don't you think they're going to be wondering what do people yes. do with this? What, yes. And how do they get to the middle? And yeah, so, right. you know, you're bringing up a good point that creativity is inspiring mentally as well. You already mentioned it in the workplace. And um, here are some other things, heart healthy diets and exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, means we get creative with cooking and with how we spend our time doodling, maybe while you're participating in a Zoom call. I know when you do <laughs> Alexio uh, Divina, you often mention go grab something to doodle with if you or draw with if you'd like to um yes listen. 
And I hope everybody is listening because it's so good. It comes out every Wednesday, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So good. So calming and inspiring. Um, Cleaning out a garage. We live in an apartment for now and we're having garage check and you have to prove you can get your car in there with all your stuff. So we had to get very creative. Can I say Um, you sent me a picture and it looked like a big Jenga game. I mean, it was amazing what you guys did. And I can't, I can't imagine the creativity. If anyone wants to see it, I have pictures on Facebook. It's Melinda Korea Schmidt. You can check it out. Good. Um, playing an instrument, Mm, uh, preparing for an interesting presentation. And Anita, before we started talking today, you mentioned Ancestry.com. Why did that come to mind? Well, I was just thinking that's that's uh, maybe a little bit more out of the box. You might not think about that as a creative endeavor, but maybe your mind goes that way and that just sparks your imagination and you've never gone down that path of of doing, you know, whether it's 23andMe or Ancestry.com mm-hmm. and you've wanted to learn more about your ancestors. I think that's that's something that's creative and mind stimulating and there's research involved. All of that I think fits mm-hmm. into this creative process that we're yeah. talking about. And the more we talk, the more I see how this fits into that current topic of mindfulness, being yes. in the moment, you know, even going grocery shopping, Look at the shopping carts all neatly in a row, or maybe they're in a jumble or symmetric produce displays or creative holiday food displays or invitations to cook creatively. And I'm thinking of how many different ways someone approaches their grocery store run. That's even a creative endeavor. I go from the right to the left. I go, mm-hmm. you know, I start in certain ways. And of course, the store is laid out in certain ways, but not everyone thinks that way. Mm-hmm. Some people have it all figured out a completely different way. And it's creativity that brings them to that yeah. particular way of, of a, addressing just a grocery list. Well, and doesn't it call us to give grace to each other for how we are creative in different ways. Not everybody does it yes. our way. Oh, yeah, that's a good word for me because my next place that I went in the grocery store was the creativity used in bagging groceries. <laughs> that's such a big thing. I for did me. think of that, Anita. For those of you who don't <laughs> yes. know, she does like to bag her own because she can do it the right way. Uh, yeah. So I'll let, I'll leave. I'll let that go right oh. now. <laughs> Too funny. Um, even as we look outside, you know, do we look up and notice cloud formations or the seasonal changes or, or walking your neighborhood? I know Anita, you used to post pictures from your walk of sort of the, um, like yard art, yard art, yard art. I was trying to think of the name, little statues, statuettes, all kinds of things. And it's fascinating for every house, there's a different kind of, whether it's the way they've done landscaping, it's different from house to house, but all of these interesting little yard art items. For a long time, I only took pictures of frogs and I was shocked at how many, how I mean, many frogs days are. on end, I had frog <laughs> pictures. And then I started, you know, taking pictures of other things, but noticing because I'm in Florida, noticing turtles and birds and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Well, but wherever you are, yes, yes, it can be different to your location. Exactly, exactly. And I think there's just a lot of creativity around us that we get used to and we're not plugged into. I know for me, I've always enjoyed putting on makeup. I like makeup and experimenting with color and mood. 
I feel like an artist, like I'm a blank canvas. And what do I want to be today? You know, choosing glasses, frames for the day or adding jewelry or clothing. You know, I know for some, it's kind of a pain and, and me too, some days, but it's also a chance to be creative. To express ourselves, right? right? Self-expression is that a piece of creativity. So I love that, that you brought yeah. that up. Hmm. Um, I found a poem in this book called Sing a Song of Seasons. It's a nature poem for every day of the year. It has beautiful illustrations by Fran Preston Gannon. And it's has a all 365, I guess, or 66 different poems a nature poem for each day. I think it's geared toward kids. And uh, I did find it in the kids section at our local library, but I got one, a copy of my own for Christmas. Beautiful illustrations. And I found this one from May 30th that I thought fit in with our topic today. Nice. Let's um, it's hear it. It's called Finding Magic. And, you know, we've talked about getting used to creativity and really not noticing it around us. But here's how the poem goes. Are you looking for magic? It's everywhere. See how a kestrel hovers in air? And I don't know what a kestrel is. Oh, it's a beautiful bird. I knew you'd know that. <laughs> Watch a cat move. What elegant grace. Isn't that true about cats? I wish I was a cat person. Mm. They're so beautiful <laughs> as they move. Yeah. See how a conquer fits its case. Watch a butterfly come from a chrysalis or a chick from an egg, there's magic in this. Then think of the marvelous mystery of an acorn, an acorn becoming a huge oak tree. There's magic in sunsets and patterned skies. There's magic in moonlight. Just use your eyes. If you're looking for magic, it's easily found. It's everywhere. It's all around. That's by Eric Finney. I love so, that. I'll I'll post a link to that for that book, book also. Yeah. That's, That's lovely. That's a creative book. Yeah. You know what that made me think of as you read that? Because the word magic was mentioned multiple times. I thought of Liz Gilbert's book called Big Magic mm -hmm. on creativity and the creative life. And you might not agree with everything she has to say, but it is a tremendous mm -hmm. book on the mm -hmm. creative life. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Good, good catch. Good recommendation. Mm. You know, we mentioned Amy Lotta when we started and just how she got me thinking about this from one of her podcasts at Crafting and Coffee with Amy Lotta Creations. And she quotes some research that really stands behind the link between creativity and our health. Mm -hmm. And I did not um, look up her research and make sure, you know, she doesn't have it, you know, a bibliography of it or anything. She doesn't have footnotes. So I'm going to assume that she did her homework, but this is, these are six things that she found. Uh, for one, uh, creativity helps us lose our sense of time. And that's called getting into flow yes. and flow reduces anxiety boosts our mood and even slows the heart rate. Repetitive creative motion like knitting, doodling, and drawing activate flow. And they also produce results which flood the brains with dopamine. That's the feel-good chemical which produces happiness. Which we really need. 
these days. Do we ever? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, number two, creative engagement. Now, this is about dementia patients. Uh, this probably, you know, I'd look up to make sure about, but she maintains that creative engagement can help dementia patients by reducing depression and isolation and helps them tap into their personalities and sharpen uh, their senses. They can fall back into crafts that used to bring them joy. She has a story of someone she heard of who had dementia, but anytime she would ballroom dance with oh, her husband, yeah. um, she would come alive. Yes. Um, I know often they say dementia, uh, patients, people with dementia, um, if they liked music and they hear that again, that is special to them. Mm. So, um, I know, you know, my mom had dementia for many years and did the crafts and so forth. I think, you know, it's something to do. It's entertaining. It keeps their hands nimble and they're in community together, but. And has the potential to lift a mood you know, and you don't, you don't know it, yeah. but I bet it's, um, more helpful than not. Well, so exactly. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I don't know about all the veracity of that, but, sure. um, it, it makes sense. And number three, creative engagement contributes to mental health. Crafting helps to focus the mind. It's been compared to the calming of meditation. Yes. It, again, can reduce anxiety, depression, stress and uh, process trauma. And of course we think of art therapy, which d people get degrees in right to help people process what's going yeah. on in their lives. And then number four, boost the immune system. Um, people who journal or write about daily experiences have stronger immune system function. Um, I, you might want to look that up. It's, she says it's not explainable scientifically, but increases physiological components that help our immunity. Again, I don't think it can hurt if yeah. we have a positive attitude. And, you know, this program is called, or this podcast, Faith Conversations. And we think about Matthew 6, where Jesus had a lot to say about not worrying. Yes. And, you know, throughout scripture, he talked about, you know, having faith. And so, you know, getting lost in some creativity, um, you know, maybe we don't know how much can be explained, but it helps us maybe to have a more positive attitude. And I'm surprised at how much of scripture really is related to uh, current psychology that we read about. Not I, worrying, I, yes, totally. You know, getting outside, being active, trusting, letting go of our fears and so forth. And I wanted to actually hearken back to um, the beginning of our conversation just for a moment and say, Maybe there's someone listening and you're listening just because, hey, I always listen to faith conversations, whatever comes out each week, and you're not feeling like this especially connects with you. Just that reminder that we are created in the image of a creative creator, God. Sometimes we'll sit there and go, I'm not creative. I mean, you've heard friends say that. Maybe you've said that, but we all have that beautiful seed of creativity within us. It just comes out in different ways, depending on who we are and how we're wired. And mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just that encouragement to keep looking, even as Melinda is talking about these wonderful points from the that podcast that she listened to. And again, in a couple of minutes, we're going to interview Anita about <laughs> how creativity 
uh, for her changed after a big event in her life. A couple other topics though, that Amy brought up, uh, creativity, she said, makes you smarter. There's greater connectivity of the left and right yeah. sides of the brain that equals greater cognitive function. And then finally, and you talked about this earlier, uh, Anita can help with problem solving, give us increased energy and self-esteem. Mm -hmm. I know that we've had a really challenging couple of years and I'm just getting into creativity again. Cause honestly, I didn't feel like it. I've had a lot of anxiety and days that are kind of blue as we've kind of tried to figure out this big leap that we took to Southern California. And there is, um, a sense of accomplishment when the glitter goes on, or I've done an art journal piece, or I've made an yet another pot holder, because strangely enough, I am into working my hands on pot holders. So, um, yeah, it can boost our morale uh, if we feel like it's something we can get into. And I think there's actual science about, you know, the cre the creativity making you smarter and the connectivity of the left and right sides of the brain and what you just said about even about pot holders working your hands. Mm -hmm. There's there's science about drawing while listening, you know, you were uh, knitting, crocheting, whatever, using your hands while taking in other information absolutely does help some people take that information in better or make it stick or whatever. Yeah, it's metabolizing it. Metabolize yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. And Thank I think you with that big word, I needed that. <laughs> I think of people who sit at a piano and yes. just kind of doodle at the keys. My daughter Good. used to write songs or mm make up tunes that she still knows that she did in high school. Well, uh, what about your, what about your son? I'm thinking about this, about oh. his beautiful creativity in many different avenues yeah. right now. What's coming to my mind is his gorgeous photography. Right. But then you also showed me these beautiful, um, like votive candle holders that he made. Right. That and he made for me for Christmas yes. out of wood. He's amazing. Yeah. His new website is, I think it's crestonestudios.com. It's going up soon. Nice. His photography is fabulous, lives in Colorado. So there's a picture at every corner, but you know, the moose that he finds standing in water with the saliva dripping out of her <laughs> mouth, you know, the Love Rocky it. mountains, you know, looking at veil with the lights on the side of the foothills and yeah, so much opportunity. I remember um, uh, Janet Davis, who we had on Midday Connection, saying, try to take a picture with your phone every day mm. of something that you see that's creative in, in nature. So we can see that in these days of post-pandemic, or is it post-pandemic? I don't know. You tell me. You know, a recession that everybody's fearful is coming. These are days where we need things that bring a smile to our hearts and to our faces and, and to our minds. Yes. Um, so Anita, I've mentioned a couple times your surge in creativity since you had a fall in 2021. Well, actually, I think you were being creative. You can tell us about it. <laughs> you know, you took on a creative hobby and wham, but can you tell us about how your artistic journey has evolved since then and how maybe it's been good for you as you've come sure. out of that? Well, and definitely I can say unequivocally, it's been good for me in many of the ways that you just outlined and I'm sure some others as well. But yeah, back in you know June of 2021, I, I was doing something that I considered great fun 
And that was playing ping pong. Ping pong club started up and, you know, I took this tumble and had traumatic brain injury. And I thought, okay, I'm too fearful. And actually, initially, the the neurosurgeon said, do not go back to, he didn't say, don't go back to ping pong, but you cannot fall again. And I wasn't stable enough to go back to ping pong at that mm -hmm. point. And I haven't, but, but I thought, what can, what can I do? What can I do? Yes. In fact, Anita, you were a big biker at that time. Yes. And walker, and you couldn't do that. I couldn't bike. And initially I couldn't walk, but eventually I was able, once I graduated from walker and cane, I could start walking, but I couldn't get back on my bike and didn't for about a year, mm -hmm. which, wow, that just seems crazy. But that was just what happened. And Part you know, it. a lot of you can identify who've had some kind of injury or had to rehab from something life changed changes. And maybe you've been in that spot where you've thought, what can I do now if I can't go back to the thing that I liked or loved or used to do? So we have to get creative thinking about mm. it. And what was kind of funny in the process was a recollection of when Mike and I moved and I had these bins of arts and crafts material and we didn't have any more room in the pods. And he goes, no more room. We can't bring this. It was the very last thing to possibly go into the pods. I go, we have to bring this. And I, we don't argue. It's not our particular profile, a marriage profile, but I was not backing. He's like, no room. I'm like, we are taking this. <laughs> <laughs> and a friend of his came to me and he just goes, Hey, Hey, I'll find a place, you know? And he just, oh. he said, just drop it. I'll find a place. And he did find a place and he stuck these bins here and there. But I didn't touch them for five years. And I remember thinking, wow, maybe Mike was right. I would look at these bins and go, wow, I haven't touched them until ding, ding, ding. The light bulb went on in my brain. And I thought, well, I've, I'm in, I've got to kind of be inside. I can't, I'm going to pull out these bins of crafts and see what on earth I have. So what I remember at that point is you were at your kitchen table yes, and you pulled stuff out at your kitchen table. And the reason I stress that now is because now Anita has a craft room, <laughs> but started at the kitchen table with newspaper all over it. And you started doing these weird things I'd never heard of called oh, jelly plates. Jelly plates. I And honestly, Melinda, I don't even know where I heard of it. Maybe on Instagram watching, but I thought, I think I can do this. Uh, let me try this. I've got paints, acrylic paints. And what is this gel plate thing? And I bought one online, had it sent to me, just a little five by seven gel plate, which kind of looks like a five by seven or eight by 10, whatever size, just a, a, a half inch piece of jello is what it would remind you of. You actually can make them home, make them out of jello that they don't last as long as, you know, that these kind that you buy in the store. But I started making these gel plate prints. It's kind of like mono printing and you can do some extremely creative things with them. And it became a little mini obsession or I felt like, mm -hmm. wow, creativity has returned mm -hmm. and it's lighting my fire. It's energizing me. It's exciting me. And I would even say, I felt like it was a part of my healing process. Mm. Yeah, I hesitate to ask you this question. If ping pong would have gone on as usual, do you <laughs> yeah. think you would have sat down and gotten into um, this kind of creativity? Have you ever given that any thought? I really wonder. I, I am not sure that I would have. It's You just don't know, right? Mm -hmm. Un unknown, 
maybe I would have seen something on Instagram and thought, let me try that. But I'm not so sure. I certainly wouldn't have gotten into it, uh, you know, two years ago or a year and a half ago. And uh, so I'm so I'm really grateful. Um, certainly, you know, no one wants to have an accident or whatever it is that befalls them. But often, isn't it true, the hard things in life, you know, it can be a physical thing, it'd be something else, but the difficulties that we encounter, how often is it that something interesting or different or good or it shifts the trajectory of our lives in some way? How often is it that that happens? Yes, growth, Mm -hmm. a part of of growth. And and that's certainly what happened for me. So- I'll just describe Anita now. Now she makes these cards that are phenomenal greeting cards. <laughs> I how you describe those ones that had like pull out things and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you of you went last summer to uh, a retreat oh, center yes. where you made a stained glass piece yeah. and the uh and the, the window or a mirror, sorry, the mirror, like mosaic yeah. mirror. Yeah. I mean, the stuff you've taken on, and this is what I often hear from Anita now. So I looked up on YouTube (laughs) how to do this, that, or the other thing, which I, I'm I'm not into that. (laughs) You you just, you, you hunt things down. You know, I think a little later, you're going to talk to us about the the art classes, or maybe you just want to tell us now. I mean, sure, sure. I, you know, there's so much available out there and maybe, you're listening and going, oh, I'm kind of in a slump in my life. It doesn't even have to be some injury, so, you know, or some hardship in that that way. But you just might be in a slump. I mean, we've been through some tough stuff in our world, in our country, and maybe you just need something to brighten your day. I am here to tell you there is so much available and out there. And it doesn't have to be in the same artistic vein that I am doing this. In fact, let me just start by hearkening back to something Melinda said um, about photography. When I first was able to do nothing more than take walks to kind of get myself going again and regain my equilibrium after the brain injury, I just, me and my iPhone, I went walking in a local garden here that I'm a member of. And I started taking pictures and just general pictures. And I realized I'm not really a great photographer, but the more I did it, the better these pictures got. It's funny what practice does in any, any area. Which you can see on Anita's Facebook page. And my husband who loves photography would, uh, would often say, what kind of camera does she have? What kind of phone does she have? They're just beautiful. I know. And I just didn't use filters. I didn't enjoy it. Some people really get into the creative side. And your husband is one of them, I think, who loves mm-hmm. to do. Right. He um, calls it editing, doctoring. Doctoring. Yeah. I, I just want the picture and post it. Boom. That's it. I don't love the doctoring process. So I, I don't. But I would get really close up photos of flowers. And I loved doing that and posting them on Instagram and and um, and these close-up pictures of yard art, like you mentioned earlier. So I started out with photography, and that started lighting my fire. And maybe that's actually what moved me towards some mm. of these other creative endeavors as well. But you can go on YouTube. I encourage it to to find anything. You can type in any kind of art, you know, if you like watercolor, or if you just want to be able to doodle better, doodle, art journaling, art journaling, mixed media, 
um, acrylic painting, whatever it is that uh, sewing, you know, you can type it into YouTube and find ways to do it. Refinishing furniture and drawing like whimsical things on furniture. Mm. You, you can find out how to do anything. Instagram has been a big, um, big mm. space for me. I go and I just keep finding artists that do the kind of art that I enjoy. So I have followed a bunch of mixed media artists. And eventually I found something called Everything Art. Uh, and I'm it's a website. It's a website. I'll post that as well. It's everything-art.com. There are wonderful classes that are on that website. Willowwanders.com is another one. Um, I actually signed up um, for one today, 15 bucks, one hour on Zentangle. Nice. Which, you know, I've done off and on and I thought, oh, you know, what the heck? It's a time to, for $15, it costs you to go to lunch for that much yes, or oh, to buy more. something at the grocery store. Yes. So, you know, I'll see what she has to say. It's calming and- yes. There you Guaranteed go. you'll learn a couple of new tips or tricks yeah. that you didn't know already. But I think you're right, Anita. You know, some of us are in a slump. I know the last two years have been really challenging for me and picking up creativity again has really um, been positive. Mm. And I think that we can look around and find something in our own personal canvas, as we yes. mentioned before, that expresses health-giving creativity, maybe making your bed every day or, you know, Ikea for 24 or 34 bucks. And I think it's $6 for shipping. Get a new duvet cover and two shams, you know, maybe yes. buy new sheets. Yes. Um, maybe get a new lamp for a room or yeah. um, get some whitening toothpaste and see, you know, if you can just shine yes. up your teeth. Hey. Maybe, yeah. you know, keeping your nails trimmed or getting them, getting a manicure once in a while or adding a new aroma to your home or maybe expanding your spiritual world by joining a group discussion yes. or even exploring another faith tradition. And by that, I mean, if you're Presbyterian, maybe check out the Episcopal church, or if you're Southern Baptist, which I know this would be a big, big, big leap for you, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, maybe there's another church in town that has a women's book discussion where you'd meet some new people and, um, kind of explore, uh, what, what they're about. Um, maybe there's something that you're um, city or village offers at the community center, which are yes. dance classes or art or learning Mandarin or how to play Mayong or whatever it would, you know, anything Sometimes like that. our home place where we live becomes so familiar, we forget to look there and dig a little deeper. Right. It, so to your point, there's always something going on somewhere, but maybe we need to sign up for a newsletter from the visitor center from this or that, or, you know, just pay attention or ask around yeah, or visit your community center, which often they come out with hard copy, you know, magazines of what they're offering for, you know, kids through seniors. Yes. Um, also there are opportunities in some communities to mentor um, those who don't speak English yes. and you can help read with them at your local library. Um, again, these may sound like just things to do, but it's, it's creativity. Absolutely. It's in, in different forms. And, you know, just one more, I'm thinking of um, spiritual direction or counseling. 
you know, maybe you need mm-hmm. to get creative and say, you know, I need some help or I want to grow or I feel stuck yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, get creative and check somebody out maybe to check in with. That's that's a great idea. I'll throw another one out that I can't believe it didn't come to me sooner, but bird watching. Maybe you'll mm. get into watching the birds. Trust me, you don't have to be old to get into bird watching. Yeah. You can or do the that kestrels as we read age. about earlier. Yes, that's right. Yeah. There's so or many just listening to them. I I understand where or I've come to understand where we live. Mm. Uh we have bird song in the morning, which I love. But after a while they stop and there's these big ravens and they caw oh, yes. the rest of the day. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so I am really learning to appreciate the song in the morning that I get to hear and that create that creativity. I, that I comes love from that. The yeah. world outside my window. So you, maybe you made doing, me think a lot. Dear. Doing some research on creativity and how it maybe can help add to your life or help with problem solving, reduce stress, give joy. Um, and Anita, I don't know if in closing you have any websites like uh, you got me on to scrap scrapbook.com and mrart.com and yes i'm i'm gonna in fact in the show notes i will link um you know there's dickblick.com joggles.com stencil girl studio um a, a couple of the ones that i mentioned already everything art and willow wanders and there are more and talk about um a little shot in the arm for your creativity to get you going, just go and scroll through Pinterest too. Hmm. That's another place where you can um, just but don't compare. Colors. No, 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 no comparison. Compare. It's just go somewhere and look up colors and, and um, all that. Well, I know for you, Anita, right now um, you're taking a class. I am too. I haven't done any of those projects. I'm enjoying a hand lettering class and I know you're, you're in that too. Yes. Um, but you, a goal for you has been to do the weekly experience and to post it in the Facebook group. Yes. And I know that that's been a stretch for you because the temptation is to compare or think you're not good enough. Absolutely. And of course I'm not good enough, but no, but you know, we don't, we think that we tend to think that and, and, um, and art, the beauty of art, it has nothing to do with good or bad. It is the process. It's all about the process. And we learn things about ourselves and, and grow as we do it. And I'm learning about different um, supplies, art supplies. I'm currently working with pastels. I knew nothing about pastels, probably not going to wind up being my favorite, but I've learned some things about them. And that there are a variety of different kinds of pastels. Well, I didn't know that. And I didn't know some of them react to water and some don't and, you know, all kinds of things. And yeah, I'm committed to doing the project and posting it. And I just am sure that over the course of a year that my postings will certainly look different than day one. And honestly, even if they don't, that's okay. I, I'm learning and enjoying the process. Well, and I have sent my potholders to various friends and I just enclose a note and I say, strangely and very oddly, I've gotten into making potholders and here you go. (laughs) And I love mine. So It's kind of embarrassing, (laughs) but, um, you know, it works for me right now and I just have to get over it and not care so much. 
Well, and I think we're coming at it or from compare so much or compare <laughs> so much care or compare good way to go. But we're, I love that you and I are doing two different things that, you know, we're overlapping with the hand lettering and, and other things, but I love that you're doing pot holders and I'm currently doing this mixed media thing. Um, it's, it just shows that there's such a variety out there and that you can find joy mm -hmm. in very unexpected ways who, if I had told you three years ago, you would be having a little loom and making pot holders. Would you have laughed at, at me? Maybe if All I, told I can you, do is just stare at you, right? You'd now. be doing that. <laughs> I know. No, and you know what I'll say too? Um, and the year, the art journaling, um, is can be serious with the prompts. It's asking deep soulish questions. Right. And my mind and spirit has been so full to the brim of soulish introspection and yes. things I've been working through that I just can't take all of that on right now. Totally so working with my hands, I also got a needlepoint uh, eyeglass case. <laughs> cool. I went in and by the way, I went into this shop and another woman was just echoing me. She goes, I want something to do while I watch TV at night. I used to do this. I was like, check that off. I used yeah. to do needlepoint. I made a Christmas stocking once. Oh, want something it. to do in off hours. Sure. Just buy a kit. You know, that's my speed for now. So, you know, do pay attention. If something doesn't fit for you right now, or you're not up for it, you know, find something else it does. And maybe it's as simple as taking that picture with your phone every day on your walk. And I, to your point, let me just add, I, I say this about spiritual practices. I say this about reading books, even if it's a classic, if you read 50 pages and don't connect next, stop mm -hmm. and move on to mm -hmm. something else. Good not every advice. book is for everyone, not every spiritual practice, not every artistic endeavor, move on to something else, but just don't stop trying. Mm -hmm good advice. Hmm. Well, this has inspired me. <laughs> this is great. I love it. I love this topic. And again, I'll, I'll put links uh, to all of these things, including that podcast by Amy Lata in the show notes for everyone to check out. Melinda, thank you. Thanks for thinking about um, having us talk about this mm. here on Faith Conversations. I think it's a worthy topic and really enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you. Well, likewise, and it's really been fun to watch you kind of explode in creativity that I never saw you doing 10 years ago, but that has landed at your own door doorstep right now and how it's evolving. It's got your mind going on all cylinders and the beautiful things that you're creating are just, you know, bring joy to me. I love every texted picture. So creativity <laughs> does come and go in life, but maybe it's time for somebody listening today to maybe get into it again. Amen. So at the end, as I always say, you know, keep the conversation going. I'm going to say, keep the conversation going and maybe poke a friend and say, hey, why don't we try this together? Fun. How about it? Fun. <laughs> right. All right. Take care, everybody. And yeah, do keep the conversation going.